Hi, I'm Quinn Carnegie. Welcome to Manifestation, Motivation and Passion. If you're looking to transform by delving into brain science, sacred inner wisdom and want to heal and feel great about your life and live in your powerful loving center or bringing affluence into your world, then tune in and let's evolve together. Claire Williamson is author, leader and coach and has written the book Awaken Your Miracle Frequency. It's such a pleasure to have her on today. Unfortunately, we did have some technical issues, so the start of the interview is missing, um, which was all about quantum feedback, so I will try and get her on at another time, but it's still a really valuable interview, and I didn't want to lose that, so I have included that, and I hope you'll enjoy it. When we can get them to an unleashed vision, there is a real deep uh, willingness to actually heal what is stopping them from living through that authentic self. What we see with a lot of people is a victim consciousness that doesn't allow true healing because they're not connected enough to their true nature to be willing to go into the places that are uncomfortable, to let go of what they need to let go, right? So with the quantum leap method, we don't start with healing, we start with vision. We start with connecting them back to their true nature. We get we start with connecting them to pos- possibility and discovery. And I think that in itself could be quite scary for someone because, you know, if you've gone through a lot of trauma or have PTSD, then sometimes that affects that area of the brain to be able to actually visualise. 100%. That, that is very, very common that we receive people that cannot see anything when they try to connect to vision, which is where we use things like breath work to override the default mode network of the brain. So you have a default mode network of the brain and with our breath, because the breath is actually guiding the nervous system, if you can get the nervous system to be truly calm and regulated, the mind starts to open up. Mm. So we use we use a lot of hacks and tricks in the quantum leap method to take the people through these pillars. Number one, coming back to true authenticity. Number two, healing what is blocking living through that true nature and the healing we take into the body. So it's it's somatic trauma transcendence rather than just talking therapy or, um, you know, uh, I guess, consciously having an enlightenment we we go into the body and we make sure that the body also reflects the enlightenment and that neuroplasticity follows this enlightenment as well right they actually start living differently which then takes us into the third pillar where we then start to use things like meditation breath work dance embodiment other somatic tools as we have changed the belief systems, we can we can be differently. We can show up in our lives differently, right? But we have to have awareness. We have to keep awareness of where we are in this identity shift. I call it, do you shift left back to always what you've done? Or do you shift right and do you do the, the new thing? If you're unconscious, mm. then you'll always shift left. But if you're conscious, you'll shift right. So the integration of these things really helps to keep awareness open of um, where you're at and who you are, you know, and also how you raise your frequency. We also integrate purification into this this part as well so that the, the body is clear, the energy is light, 
Um, which leads to the fourth pillar, which is where we're really seeing a totally shifted perception in our clients, a different level of purpose. They're really connected to what they're really here for and who they mm-hmm. truly are and how they also receive their guidance. It's coming from within. It's coming from the inner guru from, rather than, you know, needing it from external places. Um, and and from that, we all always, always see another level of prosper- prosperity as well. That's fantastic. And you also mentioned in your book about the reticular activating system. Um, so a crucial part of the brain that um, is used for filtering information. And I guess what my question is, is can it be used or, or rather intentionally trained? And how does it influence our ability to focus on specific specific oh my goodness I can't talk this morning specific tasks or goals (laughs) what a great question yes you can effectively train your reticular your reticular activating system is basically tuned up by you so if you choose to focus on something if you tell the brain that something is important it will seek to filter only that in and that's where we see like you know have you ever watched the secret and they yes. talk about going to a car yard, going to buy a red car, and then you will just see red cars on the way home. Yes. Well, it's because you've been focused on a red car and, and the brain is tuning out everything else. You're only seeing there will be all sorts of colors of cars around you. You just wouldn't have noticed before. Mm. And the reticular activating system is really important to the quantum feedback loop we talked about at the start, right? Because if you can tune your brain to notice the abundance, to notice what is happening for you instead of to you. To it's... notice where you are already manifesting what you want. And that really comes in a deep change of perception of challenges and obstacles. Because actually what I've found in my journey is every single obstacle has been a gift to get what I want. Because it has you know, being the channel for me to grow into the identity that can receive it, who can receive that abundance. Now, I was listening to someone else the other day, and I can't think who now, um, where they said, you know, it's important to check in. Like, so they would set reminders, you know, two or three times a day to check in with themselves and just feel that gratitude. So to to try and lift that vibration and really appreciate what was going on around you. So as you're doing that manifestation, you're appreciating what you already have. Which is where the seven by seven method comes in. Mm-hmm. The book concludes, you know, you all of this, you can awaken your miracle frequency and you can have it all and it can be easy. And I promise you that these seven steps a day are the key to it because you are carving space to look inwards, to connect with your good feelings, to regulate your nervous system. And it that is really the framework of like the, the I guess the foundation of everything that I do with my clients is I want to get you into coherence and awareness. I want you to start feeling differently multiple times a day and also seeing differently, right? Connecting with your vision, 
it's not that we should do a visualization. It's that we should should start daydreaming again, right? Being allowing ourselves to fall into the feeling as if everything is perfect. And then through those eyes, you'll see everything perfectly, perfectly as it should be, you know, this loving feeling. Um, I love how my breathwork mentor, he calls it L-O-V-E, love level of vibrational energy. It's the highest level mm. of vibrational energy that we can feel, right, is when we feel love. That's great. I really like that. L-O-V-E. Yeah. Say that again. Level of vibrational L-O-V-E, level of vibrational energy. energy. He created an album, actually, with all, all these beautiful uh, songs that <laughs> raise your level of vibrational energy, and the album's called Love. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's great. And now you touched on it very briefly, but um, how did you get into the um, breath work? Tell me a little bit more about the breath work and how that affects your vibration, I guess. How did I get into breath work? So when I was in my, so I used to be a competitive Muay Thai kickboxer and I struggled with my nerves a lot. Now I know that I was just fearful. I was generally fearful, right? And that my nervous system was dysregulated. Back then I thought that I could improve my situation and somebody recommended breath work. And I actually went to a Wim Hof seminar and it was torture. <laughs> Doing the breath work and being like, I'm going to die. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> We'd done the breath work and then we went and had to get into an ice bath. And then I thought if I hadn't have died in the breath work, then I was definitely going to die. <laughs> you know? like, I didn't know it at the time, but my my body was just completely in dysregulation. My, oh, you know, I was so, I was, I was traumatized. And the type of breath work that Wim Hof uses tries to create a positive stress response in the in the nervous system. But if your nervous system is dysregulated, it's just going to be traumatic, right? It's going to um, re-traumatize you on a lot of levels or make you feel um, stressed. <laughs> so obviously having the opposite effect. Um, you know, I then fell pregnant and ended up retiring from kickboxing. And I still kept seeing breath work everywhere, right? This coach would do breath work and then that person over there would mention breath work. And and I was kind of indignant at this point. I was like, I can't see how it can help you. And then somehow, somewhere, I was introduced to Niraj, um, who is the founder of Soma Breath. And I remember I did one of his breath work meditations and I came out the other side. I was like, holy shit like what just what was that that was amazing I felt amazing yeah and I started to do his daily dose every day I jumped on one of his breath breath fit challenges and you know which again just really wowed as to how different I felt and I then decided to do his 21 day awakening which is breathing for 21 days straight and each week you do a different breath work each week the breath works get longer more intense And I remember getting into week two. My daughter was about three months old at the time and I couldn't do it. Wow. I just couldn't do it. It was was too much. And I thought to myself, there's something in this. And the way that he'd taught it, the way that he'd, I guess, explained the benefits made me realize that actually I needed to go deeper with this 
as uncomfortable as it felt and that this would be a massive growth step for me. Mm. And so, yeah, my daughter was about three months old. I signed up to his uh, like, you know, really long program, full master instructor program. Um, And I got started. And so I was training in this in the background and obviously integrating more and more breath work into my own life. When my daughter was um, just coming up to one, she got very poorly. And I ended up being in hospital, in and out of hospital with her for a couple of months. Um, And my business was really doing well at this point. I had a lot of stress on top of my daughter. Mm. Um, And I really stopped coping, actually. I was feeling burnout, but then not saying that out loud so I was still trying to be super woman you know there for my clients there for my children my daughter had completely stopped sleeping Mm. um and so the sleep deprivation was wild oh that is yeah really difficult I've experienced that one (laughs) one morning I um was taking my my tribe two of them were going to school and my little one was, you know, feeling better and going back to the daycare that she was at for a couple of days. Um, I had a mammoth to-do list to do when I got home and I got home, jumped out of the car, went straight up to the house, got straight into the to-do list, didn't go back down to the car until six hours later. And as I came back down to my car, I saw that all the windows were fogged up and opened the front seat door and realized my dog had been in the car all day in the summer heat and yeah I mean the shock of that I don't think the shock of that will ever leave me to be honest Mm. and it it changed my life in an instant because I changed everything from that point you know I I had a I had a moment where I didn't know how I was going to go forward and one of my own coaches reached out to me and said you know how to go forward. You've helped us to go forward. You help others to go forward. You just need to implement your own method. Yeah. And I thought, oh my God, you're right. And what I did was I put myself through the assessment that I put my coaches through, which part of that is writing what we call an integration plan, which is, you know, using the methods that you know heal you, uh, create space for you, regulate your nervous system. Mm. And I wrote the plan and I stuck to it. And that was actually me beginning to drop into ritual seven times a day for seven minutes, which I committed to for three months. And what happened was that my business went from six figures to multiple six figures mm-hmm. in just over three months. From your calendar, call with Claire. With Ronnie Harjo, starts in 10 minutes. Alexa, stop. Sorry. And, um, and yeah, so I, I realized the power of those rituals from that point and breath work was part of, you know, the rituals that I was using. And I started to focus more and more on the breath work as well in the work that I do and realized that it's a key tool for manifestation, for healing the nervous system, for releasing trauma. Mm. Yeah. It sounds like you've been on quite an adventure. We're going to have to um, start wrapping up. Um, but I just wanted to know, like, you delve into quite a bit and obviously, like, if we're talking about um, the quantum feedback and and how it can have such a big impact, um, 
Are there any warnings or precautions offered in the book regarding responsible use of quantum feedback to avoid any pitfalls or misconceptions? Another great question. I feel like everything that is happening in our life is 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 happening on purpose. And so I think you would only need to put a warning like that across from polarity, from projection that creates polarity. Ultimately, there is no right, there is no wrong, there is no good, there is no bad. And actually, that's what I try to help people with is to neutralize the belief systems that create polarity so that they can be in a neutral energy that allows life to happen through them. And in life happening through them, their consciousness is rising, their vibration is rising. You know, so it's it's looking upon whatever situation you have in your life right now and saying, actually, how is this a gift? And if you screw up your quantum feedback leap, you screw up, you, you know, it's like there's, it's, it's, it's teaching the body to lose the fear, almost remembering how to come back to the innocence of childhood, right? If, if a child's trying to figure something out, they try, they try and they try and they try and they try. They get it wrong a number of times, you know, it's like, but there's no consequence to that, right? Unless, I don't know, maybe they scrape their knees or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. even then they get up and they, they keep going. And that's what we have to do is remember the innocence of childhood, know that we are safe know that we are held, know that we are protected, reconnect to, you know, source, <laughs> what is greater to us, and know that anything that is coming to us is part of our journey forward. Because if we can receive it in the way that it is gifted to us, and it, it is being gifted so that we can grow, so that we can release, so that we can ascend, I don't feel I don't feel like harm can be done what I do know is that collectively there is a deep rooted victim consciousness Mm. that you know causes people to look at what is happening like it's happening to them yeah and I guess as well when we look to I I know when I was in that consciousness myself and I looked to support there isn't much you know, there's there's a lot of giving out pills and there's a bit of talking therapy here and there, or it's like, but there's not much. There's no, not much. And so if we keep looking outside of ourselves for the support, it's not going to be there. And it's about coming back in and knowing that you can change your perception of what has happened in your life. Thank you so much. It has been an absolute pleasure. I've really enjoyed our chat today. Um for anyone that wants more information where can they find more about you your book your classes yeah um so instagram's a place a great place to start so i'm the millionaire shah woman on instagram and also on facebook um and in my bio link you can connect to the book you can connect the seven by seven method is available on a free app called the awakened wealth app so again, you can go straight to iTunes or um, Google and download the app for free so that you can start integrating the method. But I do I do feel the book will help you to understand the why behind the method. Um, and yeah, the link to the book is in my is in my bio on Instagram. So I would love to connect with you there and yeah, 
see your journeys, answer your questions and support you. Fantastic. Thank you again. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, thank you, Quinn. I'm Quinn Carnegie and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Manifestation, Motivation and Passion. I'm so thrilled you chose to spend time listening and would be even more grateful if you left a positive review. And if you found value, no doubt your family and friends will too. I'd love it if you share it with them. Thanks again.